Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And tonight we are talking about Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. Yay. There was, like, we're obviously, like we always do, starting off with Station 19, but there is a lot of drama this week. A lot of drama. A lot. It, some of it was entertaining. Oh, some yes. of it was like quality storyline stuff. But then, can we just start with Theo first? Because <laughs> that was border that not borderline it was way over the border it was completely ridiculous i liked theo before he became became captain i never loved him i've never loved him i liked him like was starting to really grow on me then he was made captain i was like it it ruined it scoreboard five thousand steps back yeah like i don't this week he really like when like the fire for example, yeah. like it's not is everybody okay? Not is you know, let it it was immediate him thinking about what it's gonna look like on him. It was very selfish. Yeah, like he went straight to this is gonna make me look bad and you're mm-hmm. doing it on purpose. They're all standing there like, excuse you, we made accident. this for you. Yeah, Theo really peeved me off this week. But they got to And like Vic going and talking to him and then him like lessening it, that also didn't sit right with me because I don't feel like if you're a captain of a fire station, your girlfriend shouldn't have to go in there and talk you down. And then you actually listen to her and then change your mind. Like that just seems very immature. It seemed very immature. I don't, I didn't like it. You shouldn't have to rely on your girlfriend to talk some common sense into you to be able to do your your job. Like Mm -hmm. you can't just blow up on people for making you a nice dinner and then having to leave and go do the job that they're being paid to do. Exactly. I, yeah, this whole, this whole episode did not shine a good light on Theo. And then we have Jack who fell I, I rewound it a few times i couldn't even tell what he fell on i think it was just like water or something yeah like did he slip and then he definitely slipped on something because they showed his feet and he slipped on on something i didn't know what it was but no granted i'm going to give i'm i'm gonna let i'm gonna forgive theo on this one just a little bit because nobody saw him slip yeah and we all know like we know jack Jack is not going to come out and be like, you know, guys, I slept, I slept on the way out, you know, to that call earlier, and I don't think I'm okay. I should go get checked out. No, that's not a Jack thing to do. So no. I'm going to forgive Theo for that one. But except people kept like, he was off. He was very off. And he went and fought oh. this fire, which also, by the way, granted, we're not How long were they gone. <laughs> 
I don't know. Vic made it seem like they were gone for like a million hours or something because she was like spinning around on the chair. She was like, whoa. And I'm sitting there thinking, that stove is on. Like, like, could you not smell it? I don't know if maybe this is a policy they have in place or maybe they should put this policy in place now but if some whoever's on desk duty wouldn't it be a good idea just to you know go up to the kitchen and check and make sure everything's you know off or at least you stand there and you know supervise the stove I don't know I mean just to, to the fact of she she knew that everybody was up there cooking she didn't go up there once to like cover up the food or check on it or even get a bite did she really just trust that everybody would have turned everything off on their way out the door well they're firefighters so technically they should have well that's true but they didn't so well they all thought it jack had it and i honestly i i mean i think all of us can agree that jack did this totally accidentally he didn't mean to do it and he does have a concussion from it but everyone kept asking, are you okay? I'm like, no, he is not. No. If you ask Jack, hey, are you okay? He's going to say, yeah, I'm fine. I could tell by the way he was acting. And it, I mean, I know everybody's in their own kind of world and they're doing their own thing and they don't feel like they need to babysit Jack, which they don't. They, Jack should be a big enough boy at this point to say, hey, you know what? I hit my head pretty hard. I'm, I have a big headache and I feel a little bit nauseous. Hmm. That could be a concussion. Should I be trying to save other people's lives while I have a concussion? No. But I don't know. Jack actually kind of irritated me on this one, which usually doesn't happen. I'm a Jack girl. I love Jack. But he really did frustrate me this week. He's got to be, he's got to grow up. He, he doesn't take care of himself. No. Which is, that could have ended really bad. And, uh, well, granted, they never showed the call that they went on that resulted in the the, the fire at the um, station, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know what the nature of the call was, but if it had been like a big call where, you know, there was like a roaring fire, Mm -hmm. they had to go in and save people, that would have been a big problem. And I mean, they were gone for a while. So I I feel like, this was kind of a big job or that they wouldn't be gone that long. I mean, it went from like daytime to like night, night while she was spitting in the chair, being in her own world. Yeah. Vic was having a grand old time, just twirling around, (laughs) hanging out. I mean, yes, there was stuff going on upstairs. People probably should have been aware of that, but tell me you wouldn't be doing the same thing if you were bored on desk duty. Oh, well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm more the type that I would have gotten up and walked around. That's, that's just me though. <laughs> I, I still to this day think that she should have like done a looky round. It just I makes feel, sense. I feel like that should be just a thing that they do. Hey, you're on desk duty. So when we leave in a rush, make sure, you know, mm-hmm. things are okay. Especially if you know, for a fact that we were cooking upstairs I do want to make one comment, though, about um, Andy. What on earth was she doing to that poor asparagus? She was chopping it up. 
in little pieces. Like she's trying to cook okay. a salad. And I'm like, yes. What are you planning on doing with that asparagus? Like, I don't understand. I had this, I had this same thing whenever she was chopping it up. Cause I was going, I, I cook and eat asparagus all the time. I love it. I have never once chopped it up. No, you like snap off the ends. The, the, you snap off the, the one end and then you like cook it. Like, well, I, I just didn't understand chopping it up. And the, the, the very end little pieces aren't very good. And she's just like chopping them up in there. It, it, that, it actually bothered me too. Also, I didn't think it was very fair of her to go off on Theo like she did. I thought there was a better way. Now, does Theo need somebody to go off on him? Yes. I don't think it was handled correctly because she just kind of threw it out there to him and I get it. I probably would have done the same thing. I can't really talk bad on Andy about it, but well, he needs a reality check for sure. Like there's no argument there, Yeah. but at the same time, it is not his fault that he was offered captain and Andy isn't captain. Andy was offered captain. She turned it down. Ross went straight to I yeah. almost Travis. I was like, that's not right. Um, <laughs> she went straight to Theo. So uh-huh. I mean, it's not Theo's, it's not like, you know, it's not like he pulled a Maya and he's trying to blackmail his way into this job. Like he was given this job. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say fair and square because it should have gone to Sullivan, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, does he need a wake up call? Yeah, because he's out of control but i don't think andy was the right person to do that no but at least he knows now that she was offered it first so he needs to mind his little attitude he's got going on little attitude little attitude (laughs) somebody else i was kind of on the fence with this week is sullivan and ross because i want them to be together so bad I love them together, but they're not, they're not really making me happy right now. Honestly, they're breaking my heart is what they're doing. They honestly are breaking my heart at this point. When she just like completely told her, told him everything that she was feeling and like confessed her love to him on that ride, like my eyes were tearing up. I'm like, this is what what he's been needing to hear. But at the very end, she's like, we just still can't be together. I just, I don't know. It it doesn't make any sense to me. It, I'm just really confused about why they're going this route. And by they, I mean like the writers. The writers. Yeah. I'm just really confused about why they're going this route because they make a great couple. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I mean, you're probably more in tune with the fandom than I am, but I don't think I've heard any negative feelings about Sullivan and Ross as a couple. No. I'm not sure why they think it's necessary to basically blow up their relationship because he wants to move to Spokane and take a job there. And because I'm nosy and need to know where places are, I looked it up on Google Maps. It's like way across the state. Yeah, it's on the other side of the state from where they are. I mean, but it, it's. I I thought she was overreacting. I was like, yeah, but can you just drive it? I was like, no, nope, that's a four hour drive. Never mind. Yeah, no, it, it it honestly it wouldn't work. I mean, it could work if they tried hard enough, but it could work. But in the 
spot in the place where they are now emotionally like it's and with their jobs I mean they work all the time the long the long distance is going to break them up for sure the way they are right now Mm -hmm. I just don't know why she can't they can't figure out how they could actually be together while still having their jobs I think it could work out at some point not to mention she didn't even hear from him that he was thinking of taking a job in Spokane yep she heard that from Theo I, I, I think Theo really enjoyed saying that too. Oh, I'm 100% sure he did. <laughs> like, I'm the captain now. I can ruin people's lives and say that I'm just doing my job. This is great. Also something that was kind of said this week that I, I really actually did agree with was the whole fact that she didn't talk to Sullivan first. She didn't talk to him about any of this first about giving Theo captain or asking Andy to be captain. I feel like it could have gone a lot differently if she had gone to him and been like, Hey, like, I feel like you deserve captain. I just don't feel like it's the the right time right now. I don't know. I don't know how you have that conversation without like the same outcome as it is, but I feel like a conversation between Sullivan and Ross before she offered captain to other people that should have happened. Yeah. I don't know how she could have gone about that conversation either a way that made her come out smelling like roses but it would have been a heck of a lot better than just completely like that was a big slap in the face like he did not see that coming and that's just that's not fair even if they didn't have a relationship yeah if you have someone who is really qualified and you're about to pass them over you kind of owe it to them professionally to be like hey you know you were in the running and you know this is why I'm going this direction you know blah 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 Mm -hmm. like I mean she doesn't respect him if that's how she's going to go about doing things then she doesn't respect him she loves him that's obvious but she doesn't respect him I know that's kind of where I am at at this point too it's and without that respect you can't really go anywhere no absolutely not you gotta respect your partner first and foremost and that means having some hard conversations sometimes and I don't know I I honestly hope that Ross and Sullivan can figure it out and stay together and i hope that robert can stay on the show because i love him i don't want him gone i know i've actually never been a huge sullivan fan i've always liked like same thing with theo i've always liked him but he's never been like one of my favorites i didn't really like sullivan much until this season once he and andy split up i was like oh okay now i like him seeing him with ross that's what yep made me like him so i'm like so if they break up, am I not going to like him anymore? Like, because I don't want to go back to that. No, that's my kind of thing too, is I didn't really start, I didn't really start liking him until him and Ross were together either. <clears throat> and so I really don't want to see that like fizzle out or not happen anymore. That would just kind of really break my heart. And I feel like it not only makes us like Sullivan, but it also makes us like Ross. So I don't know what they're going to do with that or how they're going to fix this, but they better fix it fast. Well, I don't know. It looks like the, the pictures that Maya has might take care of that for everybody. 
I really like that she went and confided in Andy about this. I did too. The only thing is that I'm not a knock on Maya. I'm just really confused about why they had her make that phone call at the beginning. I know. Her to be like, I'm going to do the right thing and, you know, whatever. But I love how she gave it to Andy. And her intention was for Andy to talk her out of it. Like she gave those pictures to Andy because she wanted to be talked Mm -hmm. out of it. I was like, well, you know, that's a different Maya. I like this look. I didn't, and Maya Andy, didn't out make me mad this week for once. Well, and the, Andy had such a rough week because, you know, we'll talk about that in a second. But Andy had such a bad week. She was just like, I just need to live in this for just a second. And then mm-hmm. Maya just trailing after her. We're getting rid of them, right? <laughs> no, we're not using those. <laughs> I think Andy will do the right thing. I don't really, I'm not too worried about it. No, Andy's going to do the right thing. I think she was just, you know, really delighted in the moment to have that kind of power in her hands, but she's going to do the right thing. She will. She She's not in love with Sullivan anymore, but I feel like that love is still there and she's, I don't, Andy's not going to screw him over, nor Ross is she going to screw over. I can see her being upset that um, Sullivan didn't tell her. Yeah, but I can also, hopefully she can understand why not. Yeah, I think she'll end up understanding why. I think she may just be disappointed that he couldn't tell her, but I think yeah. that's all it's going to be. I don't think it'll be more than that. I hope it won't be more than that. Oh, Andy doesn't need any more. She had enough this week with Eli and Travis. Okay. I <laughs> didn't realize until this whole thing that Travis didn't know that they had, that they were kind of like, da- that they were dating. Oh, see, I knew that. I, that's why I was I wasn't ever really mad at Travis, but to see, I didn't, I I didn't. It didn't occur to me mm. until Travis just said offhand, "Yeah, we slept together." With Andy standing there, and then I was sitting there like, "Wait." <laughs> I feel like the hero in this entire episode is Travis, because I am so glad that he kind of took this mayor part off of his plate i didn't know how they were going to play this mayor thing and him being a firefighter staying on the show being mayor all this other stuff it was i'm about done with the whole mayor thing i just want you know dick to be out and i think that this um other guy that i can't think of his name right now the uh the guy that he's gonna that travis is gonna support i think he can be dick yeah i think he has I think it's more likely that he'll be able to beat Dick than um, Travis will. And Travis, you know, he made it very clear from the beginning. He didn't actually want to be mayor. No, he didn't. I was pretty sure that this is how it was all going to end. Either this or he becomes mayor and then like backs down kind of like what Casey did on um, Chicago. Mm, Yeah. But I didn't think it was going to end with him just, you know, being mayor for, I don't know, however long mayors are allowed to be mayor. Two years? I think I think the election's every two years. Oh, gosh. He wasn't going to last two years. He wasn't going to last no. two days. <clears throat> no. But I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm really glad this week that the mayor thing is off the table. Andy knows about Travis and Eli. And Eli's out. I used to like Eli. I well, can't stand the guy now. 
Well, now he's all in a pissy mood because, you know, of what Travis did, which I get it. Now he's out of a job. Yeah. But I mean, isn't this- Oh, well, you know what? He screwed it up himself sleeping with his candidate. Isn't this the risk you take when you're in this field? I mean, when you're helping candidate, when you're working as a campaign manager, Mm -hmm. it's- there's a possibility that the person you're working for is going to not be successful and then you have to find a new job. So I... it's so dumb. I'm like I said, I liked Eli before last week. Last week I turned not liking him and I liked him even less this week. Well, last week you were still like, you know, you were still on board with him and you still I was liked- still on board with him until the last scene. I did not like him screwing over Andy. I was okay with him until he's. Oh, I'm about to say something bad. Until he slept with Travis. <laughs> After that, I mean, that's just. I mean, it, it made me mad. What made me even more mad and hated him more this week was that he was still texting Andy. You know, like if he would have like slept with Travis and been like, oh, like it was a in the moment thing like i need to tell andy what happened no he just like acted like nothing ever happened it was still trying to like court both of them that's not okay like that you know know, travis did her a big favor yeah i'm glad i'm glad she knows and i'm glad she can just write him off now then eli can go bye-bye i'm really bummed because i was really loving him and and i know i don't know i think that's the quickest turnaround i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we went from loving him to really hating him and wanting him gone in just one week yes that was fast jeez yes and along oh. with all the other crazy drama this week we had an interesting rescue involving a very familiar face i was wondering if they were ever going to bring her back they had to because as they showed this week you know they have to have something that's going to come in between my and karina something again <laughs> well you know there's always something or someone in between them so oh i mean God. this was just the um problem du jour or whatever french is of the week i also think that it took him way too long to get her arm out of a vending machine that yeah. should not have taken that long like, did they really need, like, they even had to call the, the station, have someone bring a, like, specific tool over, and I was thinking... They should have done that at the very beginning. I'm sorry, but... How hard is it to get someone's hand out of a vending machine? Like, this can't be the first time they've ever had a call like this. So, did no. they not know that that's what they were walking into? I I don't know. This, it, like I said earlier, it... I liked a lot of things in this episode. I really did. I actually really enjoyed this episode, but I have a lot of complaints as well. I okay. <laughs> Now, I've never given birth, but I've have sat in on lots of conversations with you and Tiffany and Jeanette and Maureen <laughs> all talking about what, you know, it's like giving birth and mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like a party. It's, no not fun and also she's doing this and she has her arm stuck <laughs> up the machine and i'm like can someone get this poor woman's hand out of the vending machine like i, I just mean, don't understand how it took that long it'll make a really fun story for her kid in like i don't know 15 16 years 
But right now, this poor woman is in pain. Like, get her hand out of that darn vending machine. Come on. This poor lady's on la- in, in labor on a dirty floor with her hand stuck up a machine. And here we have Maya, like, questioning Karina every five seconds of how do you know her? How do you know her? And then what she do you was- mean he had drinks with her? And, and then the- she started to jam up Ben. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, oh my God. Ben. And poor Ben is like, first of all, I don't want to be all up in this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm not a part of this. And then he's like, lady, I just want to do my job. That's literally all I'm here for. Leave me alone. Oh my gosh, this whole. But they got her hand out of the vending machine, literally just in time for the baby to come. For the baby to come out. This. What? A t- I, I really did like this story because it was, it was something different that we haven't seen before. It, there was little funny moments. I get it. But it just didn't seem very realistic to me. I feel like any regular fire department would have had her hand free within 15 minutes. And I don't know how long she, I mean, she, 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 she effaced from like one centimeter to 10 while her hand was up there. Like, <laughs> and isn't, aren't there like some very like bare basic tools that you can use to just simply like unscrew like the, 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 I would think so. To just, like, uh, or even i'm sorry even like the jaws of life like put it in there and then like separate it and the hand can like slip out you can break the vending machine break the glass i don't know cover her up break the glass and get her in her arm out that way and shouldn't you have all the tools you need for no matter what job you're going to just you know to I make don't sure feel like all the tools but i feel like they should have like but i mean for this kind basic. of basic for this kind of rescue you'd think that they'd have enough of the basic tools that they would need to get this poor woman's hand out the vending machine. Yeah, I don't know why it was only Care One that that was called out to this case when it had something to do with, like, somebody stuck in a machine. I feel like the fire department should have come with them, and eventually they did, but that should have been, I don't know. I feel like that was, it was handled all wrong. I'm no expert, though. Who knows? Honestly, I think the whole thing was just meant for, like, the whole purpose of this was for Mm -hmm. Maya to find out about Pam and then question Karina about it. Absolutely. So they had to, like, create some kind of scenario, which, um, I'm sorry, guys. Couldn't think of anything else? Like, try again. Try better (laughs) this time. I mean, I know it's a little late now, but, you know, next time you need a storyline, like, just ask us. We got yeah. we got some. Yeah, we can come up with some. I mean, I don't have great ideas. I just know that that did not look good. But if you gave me the job to come up with an idea one time, I bet you I could come up with a really good idea one time. Just don't ask me to be a permanent writer, please. <laughs> we have good I- we have really good ideas sometimes. Just listen to our podcast every week. We'll we'll give you all of our ideas. Some of them are good. Yeah, most of them are. I think. Yeah. In my unbiased opinion. I, I I was like not even trying to be biased. I, I think some are, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I think that's kind of all that happened in nineteen this week. It was it felt like there was a lot in there, but it was only kind of a few points that they really hit on this week. But we did get a lot of answers, as in you know Travis being out of the race and um you know the whole Eli thing of figuring out Eli and. I feel like we got some answers. The whole Sullivan and Ross thing, we kind of got pushed in another way, but 
we don't really have answers yet but i feel like that was a conversation that needed to be coming up and it happened and i feel like this was the episode that they used to either push storylines along Mm -hmm. or just cut them off and be like we're done with this yep which usually i'm not a fan of that but i'm glad that we're we have to have them every once in a while all right well we've got more trouble heading theo's way next week of course there's always trouble heading his way like this is gonna be the season oh yeah i mean it's it 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 looks like it's gonna be a good one i'm here for it yeah let's see how theo handles it it looks like poor ben is in trouble which he really doesn't need with all that's you know we're going to talk about his stuff that's going on in Grey's anatomy later yeah he really doesn't need this and then theo's ordering everyone to retreat with ben still inside which not gonna happen yeah i'm i'm not a fan i would like to fire him i know he is just the character on tv but i want to fire him i'm hoping that this is the way that they're going to be able to kick theo off of captain duty and also i I would like a um an update on beckett i would too you know we haven't like heard anything like it's even if it's like in passing of you know beckett's in a second week of of rehab or something i don't know i just want to know like is he in rehab was like what is he doing like what i'm interested have you heard anything about if the actor is coming back or anything like that I haven't seen or heard anything. So I am I'm assuming he's coming back since they didn't be like he's off the show. Usually they'll tell us when somebody's off the show. And we didn't hear anything. So also a lot of people don't like him, so they might not make a big announcement. I don't I mean it's not like I loved him enough to really truly care, but it's like they he just said he's going to rehab and we're like, okay. Bye. Bye bye. oh well hopefully maybe maybe in the next few episodes they'll like make a little update about them but i think that's it for station 19 this week and next week is going to be a nail biter so we'll have to prepare ourselves for that one get tissues just in case i will be out of town and i don't know if i'm going to be able to watch live so i might have to like mute my chats (laughs) and stay off facebook i don't want any spoilers nobody give me a spoiler hate spoilers when it comes to grace unless somebody i love dies and tell me if it beforehand so i can prepare myself all right so we're gonna go ahead and just jump into gray's anatomy i think we're gonna just pretty much talk about both episodes at one time we're gonna kind of mix them in there were storylines that just bled into both episodes so we may as well just do it that way yeah it it's the best way to do it because even though they are two separate episodes, it they, they, it could have been one ep- one long episode. I'm just saying. Now you got the numbers all off and it's going to bug me. Unless we're going to have a Station 19 one without Grace. They need to balance it out one week by having two episodes of Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy takes a break. Just so they can like be on the same episode again. Maybe that's, maybe, maybe they did it for a reason. Who knows? I just didn't think that this week really, like, needed two episodes. It was kind of, like, nothing. I wonder if... Schedule- I hate being a complainer, but, like, nothing big happened. Like, there wasn't a plane crash. There wasn't, like, a, a hospital shooting. There wasn't, like, 
It had to be necessary, like scheduling wise. Like we have this many episodes and only this many days left with which to air episodes. So let's just do a double. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I know this week was big because it was Kelly McCreary's last week in the show, Maggie. But even when like Meredith left, it wasn't like a two episode. So I don't feel like that was the the cause of the two episodes. I just don't understand why we got two episodes. I'm not complaining. More grace is always good grace, but I am. The show. Now not- our numbers are off. And it's gonna bug me. Up. It's gonna mess with my brain. <laughs> I don't like it. I know. I'm I'm right there with you. So we're going to start off with Teddy and Owen. They've had a pretty heavy season this whole season, but really the last couple episodes. But we also started off with a rather interesting trauma. This guy, the guy who mailed himself to his girlfriend. Um, What in the world? <laughs> And how did he get that far? I don't even know what questions to ask because I'm just so confused. But like, how and why and like what? Like, I don't. I like, don't. Don't they have to go to like some screening? Like, how did he get that far? Yeah, and like, how did he get himself into a box unless someone else like you know taped it up or something? If so, like, if one of my friends said. Hey, I want to ship myself to my girlfriend in Florida. Can you, you know, help me wrap up this box that I'm in? I'd be like, dude, no, that's stupid. Because like, that is a good point. I didn't even like that. That's really stupid of me. But how did he get himself there? Oh Nobody God. handling this box was like, this feels I'm, like a human being. <laughs> I'm just so lost. I don't even know what questions to ask. I know. How was he discovered? I guess like. How was he discovered? How did he get? I have a lot of questions. This should have been a two-parter right here. My questions. But in in any event, he winds up at Grace Sloan somehow. Yeah, some way. Owen, Owen, Owen's advice just melted my heart. And I'm so glad that Teddy was standing over there. I could hear everything that he was saying. Because I feel like that, that needed to be done. I don't feel like Owen is very like maybe says his emotions to Teddy all the time but him just going back and kind of like reliving their relationship and you know even back in their army days and stuff and just hearing his little speech about her that was I needed that because I love uh, I'm not everybody's an Owen fan I'm a huge Owen fan I love Owen and I love Owen and Teddy now I used to not like Teddy. I totally admit it. I used to say on this podcast all the time, I hated Teddy. Oh, I love Teddy now. I hated her a couple seasons back. I even hated Teddy at the beginning when she came onto the show. I've only started liking Teddy since probably mid last season. Pretty much when she became like the fun ambassador. And after that. The ambassador of fun. The ambassador of fun. Who loves to play Uno. (laughs) Me too you can play uno together wasn't it bunko what was she no it was uno was it uno she was nagging everyone to play uno with her at some party or boggle was it boggle boggle yeah that's what it was it was boggle because i would have been like because i love uno it was boggle definitely boggle and everyone was like no one wants to play boggle with you and she's so sad (laughs) 
that's kind of like when I started changing my mind about Teddy and she I'm I never thought that they could make me like love Teddy I never thought they could do that but they really are starting to make me love Teddy I love that she's the chief I think she's freaking rocking it I'm 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 very impressed with Teddy this this season and I loved Owen's uh, advice to who's he who was he even talking to Lucas mm-hmm. no he was talking to the uh guy the um oh, there was somebody else in there he was like kind of talking to as well wasn't he link link yeah okay i love how owen yeah. was giving this this great advice and telling his story to this idiotic guy who tried to mail himself and then he was just like yeah you're right i think i'm done with this girl and he and owen was like oh well that's not what i meant but good for you i i don't know i think i'd probably be breaking up with a guy if they tried to mail themselves to me and i found out yeah i I, you know you know i'm a nice person so i'd be like oh my gosh are you okay after i found out that he was going to survive i'd be like yeah this can't go on sorry oh man no i couldn't either but this <laughs> you had sex how'd you know that sorry that your note just made me laugh you know the, the really funny lines i always just have to put in there because i'm like i don't know how else to put this no i know i love when it happens because i like read or that i like think I about love- it in my head and replay it <laughs> And I loved when at the very beginning when Owen, like Owen and Teddy were in the back of the elevator, Link yes. and Joe were in the front, and they're just watching. Well, not they. I mean, Teddy's watching. Teddy was watching. <laughs> and she was like, did you see that? And Owen's just like, what? what? Huh? Total male oblivious. I'm like, this is just such a dude thing to do. He's just not paying attention. My eyes were locked in because I was like, ooh, elevator. Everybody knows my elevator scenes are my favorite of Grace. I need a good Joe and Link elevator scene. Not where she's on the floor crying either. But I actually think Owen's getting a little bit better with his relationship advice. Yeah, Link really took his advice to heart. He was going to (laughs) spill spill all the beans to Joe. This broke my heart when she called him. She was like at the hospital with Luna, which is a great excuse. I get it. I didn't I wasn't even annoyed with Joe that like, her daughter comes first. But it did break my heart of seeing Link have all this stuff set up and then him having to like blow out the candles and like everything. It was like, oh, because we got so close. A speech. Your your donut, what was it? Your donuts in human form. Your donuts in human form. Then, How freaking sweet was that? That 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 was really cute. And then he was like, this is stupid. I should have just made a song. Which this morning I was listening to his music from Nashville. So I was mm. like, he totally could have just gone with one of those. They were already written for him. Please um, sing. Hmm? Please sing. Yes, please sing. He's a good voice. He's a good country singer. Um, <laughs> poor Luna. Oh, so I know we kind of want to get into this of how it all kind of came to play. I know we were kind of all discussing it in the chat. I thought they did really well with how they 
you know, filmed this and the reaction that Joe had to it because she didn't she didn't freak out. She didn't just say no, 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 no. But she did, you know, have the the worrisome and the concern and the, you know, I, I, I thought it was handled very well by Joe. I think it was just very realistic because, yeah. yes, Link is approaching this like a doctor. Because, you know, he, he it's not his kid who's just been diagnosed with hearing loss. Yeah. So obviously he's more willing to jump in. I'm so glad that he came with her, that he showed yeah. up. That made me so happy. Yeah. And then, you know, you have Joe, who's, you know, they're both um they're both doctors like she knows everything that's out there mm-hmm. and you know but you know it hits different when it gets personal yeah it does it really does and i i mean, I mean she, I, this isn't going to be at the end of this we're gonna i'm sure get a lot more information down the road she needs to sit with the news just a little she needs to just sit with it let it sink in she, she's gonna come around she's gonna oh, yeah 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 she does i mean that's she just needs she just needs to be upset about it for a little while you do as a parent you do have to sit there and be upset because you know there's nothing you can do there's and, nothing you could have done there's and i mean you have a view and a direction for how your kid's life is going yeah. to go i'm sure you know as a mom i'm sure you have an idea of where your kids are going and then you're hit with something that was not a part of that plan. Yeah. I mean, it's it has to be hard. Yeah. I mean, you hear that your child has hearing loss. You're not going to be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. What are we going to do? It's like, That's oh, not the right response. There's so many resources. It's so much better now than what, like, no, you're not going to be That's thinking. That's not what you're thinking. You're going to think, how am I going to communicate with her? I'm, I need to learn sign language. Okay, she's not going to be able to go to regular school. Like that's that's where my mom, my, my mom, that's where my mind would have gone as a mom. Is not like really anything about me. It's going to be have the the hard thoughts of your child's not going to have the easiest life now, and that is terrifying as a parent of having a child that, I mean, deaf people all around they live very normal lives. But at the same time, I guarantee you it's a lot harder for for them to live in this world than it is of a hearing person. It's, um, I've been on deaf TikTok lately. I don't know how my FYP changed into deaf TikTok, <laughs> but I've kind of found myself in that, um, on that side of TikTok. And, um, it's a wonderful community. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're very, like, they are very proud. A lot of them are very proud to be deaf. It's not something they shy away from. They love to share mm-hmm. their lives and everything. But, you know, at the same time, something that they talk about a lot is hearing privilege. Yeah, absolutely. We don't, re- and, you know, it's something you don't realize you have that privilege until you either suddenly lose your hearing or a deaf person is pointing it out to you. You just don't know. Exactly. I mean, why? Why would you? Honestly, if you have nobody deaf in your life, selfish, selfishly, why why would you think about, you know, if I was inventing something and I didn't have any, if I didn't think about it, 
I wouldn't, I don't think I'd really think to be like, okay, how would a deaf person use this? Should I? Yes. Everybody should. Deaf, blind, any kind of special needs in this world, we should do, a, as humans, do a better job of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Accommodating certain things. Not every, not everywhere is going to be able, be able to accommodate everybody. I get it. That's not realistic. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it just, it, it broke my heart for Joe. I do, I do love the storyline though. I do. We I mean, really haven't had this. I'm glad that the deaf community is getting some kind of representation in media mm-hmm. as the community has been growing on social media for a while now. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know if excited is the right word. I'm interested to see, you know, where Joe is headed next with this information because she's going to be sad for a while. Oh, yeah. She can't be for too long because, you know, she has things that she needs to do to, you know, get her kid where she needs to be. But And I think Link is going to be instrumental in helping her get through this, them get through this. I really think so. He's yeah, he's not going to let um her push him away. So he he's going to no. He's going to be around and he's going to be a little annoying about it, but she's going to be grateful in the end. Looking back, she's going to be grateful. Um yeah, absolutely. I think she will. But the hits kept on coming this week with rough diagnosis like with Simone with hers. That was hard too that was a hard that was a really hard one as well we had some a few hard things to swallow this week yeah it was i mean it was really funny at the beginning too when she was saying yeah you know the the um judge probably thought i was smuggling something and someone was like like what girl i don't know i was kind of confused about this because i was like was, did she just this is kind of those parts where I was like walking kind of in and out. I'm like, did what when she said nipple discharge, I was like, well, did she just have a baby? Like, could she be pregnant maybe? Because a lot of women will lactate while they're pregnant, even early on in rare cases, but it happens. So that's, that was my thinking that kind of when I went straight that's, to. That's where I, that's where I thought it was going. I was thinking, and like, they were all worried and everything. And I was like, girl I think you're pregnant but obviously yeah proven wrong <laughs> I thought that's what it was I thought that she was going to um find out she was pregnant and then that was going to be the big thing because um you know her career is um it seems like her career is really this woman's whole life right now mm-hmm. so I figured that would be kind of a big enough thing to put this woman through but no we had to go and give her cancer that was this th- this one was really hard maggie's <clears throat> maggie getting involved in her little heart to heart with uh toby with you know loving your job it doesn't make you cold it makes you passionate that seemed <clears throat> like a very maggie thing to say and it felt really relevant this week i think i'm, I'm sure that was planned but i don't know everybody in this that listens to this podcast every week knows that I'm not a Maggie fan. <clears throat> I don't think any of us are. I know. If you want if you want to hear from people who are big Maggie fans, like I don't know, find a different podcast. I'm 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 sure there's you know, fan groups out there who like love Maggie or whatever and that's that's fine. I don't I don't hate her. 
just, we love Kelly McCreary. We're making yes. that clear. We just yes, yes, the yes. woman has not been given any good material lately. Um. So yeah, that was really hard. But then Simone had a lot of funny moments. She did her, her debate with Jules, <laughs> <laughs> like the marriage versus career, and I'm like, mm-hmm. thing though. And we're going to dive deeper into this with um, Maggie and um, um, Winston a little bit. Mm-hmm. There are people who have very successful marriages and very successful careers, and they have families, mm-hmm. and they make absolutely families. And then there are people who just their careers, their focus, and they're not interested in anything else. And both are okay. Some people absolutely. just aren't in the same spots the, the same places in their life but as Absolutely. a child, it wasn't the marriage that was stressful it was just the planning the wedding the planning of the wedding <laughs> we can't let lucas get your insane i love that jewel stepped up and helped her get her insane measurements you know i feel like and this has to be the way that jules was raised because of you know her weird hippy dippy parents who we really really have to meet i know I feel like jules is just one of those people who has so many like different like random skills like <laughs> of course she knows how to measure her insane that sounds like something <laughs> jules just knows how to do like, well don't you <laughs> i can hold a tape measure i can't tell you what the heck i'm measuring <laughs> but um see i could I could. I, I I can measure your inseam. That's that's a skill I have. I do not have that skill. But I also have to say that my grandmother's job growing up was alterations. Like that's all she did was alter clothes. So and I grew up next door to my grandmother. So I'm, I'm I I knew. I know. My uh, Zeta was a framer, so I mean I know how to make a picture look straight on the wall. Look at you. I don't. Mine are all crooked. It's so funny. I mean, you've never been in the same room with me, but like Shelby and Tiffany might be able to tell you because I will just be randomly, I'll be talking to you and then randomly I'll have to go like, I'm sorry, hold on one second. I, and then I'll walk away and have to fix the picture. Oh yeah. I do that too though. What, 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 what was that? I'm like, picture was crooked. Like, I can't live with that. I can't have a set conversation with somebody and there's a crooked picture on the wall and me just have a conversation. I will go over there and fix it first. But I am really bad about hanging things and then being crooked. And usually Ben has to go behind me and fix them. It's usually how it works because I don't, I don't want anything crooked in my house either. Okay. I I know it's, it, it's, it's a small thing. It was really nothing. But I love how, you know, Mika was... Well, she she was on the struggle bus this week. Poor thing is exhausted from um, working at Joe's too. But she's sleeping. All of a sudden, she's like, "Ooh, I smell cake!" They toss her the cake, and she catches it. I'm like, "I'm sorry. If I've been awake for approximately five seconds, that cake would land right in my face." Just open your mouth. <laughs> ah, that's okay. <laughs> so funny she just pops awake i said okay that's how you sleep as a doctor <laughs> not very deep and it turns out that simone didn't really need maggie's guidance as much as she thought she did but she really needed it on this last case and i'm glad that maggie was still there 
Oh boy, was that uh, handled very oddly on both ends. <laughs> from yeah. The well, Maggie Pierce, come down to the first floor nurses station. And at first, before I realized that it was um, the um, that woman who came with her friend who was doing it, I was yeah. like, what are they doing? I, I, well, at first I was like, oh, well, she probably already turned in her pager. I mean, you know, that makes sense that they would need to call her that way. Mm -hmm. But like, why are they putting it like that? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> that That's why. That that's why, and I was just so amused by how they kept calling her like um the friend who who was it, I think Viv. Yeah, Viv was Viv. The, uh, the friend, and she was she was just like the Margaret Pierce. Mark, she just kept saying Margaret Pierce over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And then after a little while, like I was watching with my sister and brother in law. My brother in law was like, "I'm not sure, but is her name Margaret Pierce?" Not. <laughs> I liked it. That part was funny. It, it it was pretty funny, but holy cow, that was a well. It, it was like a tumor that was like encased around her her whole heart. Yeah, it was insane. I've never seen anything like that before in any kind of obviously not in real life, but any shows either. I've never seen anything like that before. That was wild. It was. Um, but you know, Maggie isn't pop rock. She's Led Zeppelin, so she just uh, <laughs> took care of that right away yeah i like that little bit that that quote that was hilarious and i also like that winston assisted her in the surgery i think they needed that time i was really confused during that surgery at first when the alarm started going off and then jules was like um are you gonna do anything and i'm sitting there like are you gonna do anything and i was waiting i was like uh and then it went i was like okay oof. that was really interesting though because like i guess it was the heart is just so used to being surrounded by that tumor. It didn't really know what to do with itself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. It and was. We, we can say that because everything ended up just... She okay. pulled through. She pulled through. She pulled through. She, Good. she had a handful of complications afterwards, but, but she pulled through. But oh my gosh, her poor friend. Every time the doctors came through, it's like, oh my god, she's dead. No, she's not dead. Oh my god, she's dead. No, she's not dead this time either. Like when I know, but when Winston and Maggie like started walking towards her, they did look so gloom. I was like, oh gosh. You want to know what vibes I got from them as they were like walking out, like after surgery? Was remember like way back in the days of Grey's, like season one and two, when you would have like. Burke and you know Derek coming mm -hmm. out of the OR like in their you know gowns or whatever covered in blood I was like like walking down the hallway in that like slow slow motion <laughs> like and then like they look they turn and look at each other and I'm like whatever happened to to, to that I know I loved those scenes I loved that we got that little last scene with Maggie and Winston um of them like spending the night together and everything i felt like we needed that i feel like they needed that the relationship needed that but i don't agree with her asking winston to come to chicago she I'm... she knows better they've already had this discussion and she just keeps pushing it, like she just keeps pulling this this poor guy around like first of all last week she it was last week right she last week she was yelling at him about how he's a coward 
now she she's singing his praises about how he's like her inspiration yeah and then he goes and calls her ellis which oof. well you know like, he's not willing to be jerked around anymore so i mean good for him i get it i totally get it but that was a that was a deep dig that was real deep and like she really took that to heart like she she did and she needed to she needed she needed to hear it she needs to take it to heart uh but i mean go winston i guess and also her i like i really enjoyed her heart to heart with Catherine. because she yeah she and cat especially because the two of them have never been really super friendly yeah close just they haven't really even been friendly in general because you know they didn't really get along when she and jackson were together which was so weird i'm so glad that didn't go anywhere but oh, i know yeah that that was nice that she was able to talk to Catherine about that because you know with meredith gone there really isn't and you know even meredith couldn't have given maggie that um perspective Mm-mm. because you know all Meredith knew about Ellis was, you know, her mother. She was a mother to her. That's all she was. Yeah. So it was kind of nice for Catherine to be like, you know, this is who your mother was. And this is why I admired her and respected her. And, you know, she wasn't a horrible, terrible person. You know, she was just ambitious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Her and Richard made up. Kind of. Yes. They've, I feel like they've never had that close of a relationship. It's always kind of confused me, but I, I like that they ended it, at least amicably. Their little park bench of <laughs> card holder thing. It was cute. I, I enjoyed it. And also them saying maybe Ellis staying with her family is what made her cold and bitter. I'm glad you wrote that down, that quote, because when they said it, it was... I don't know I, how they say it. Like it was, it was opening. It was eye opening, and it was like very true. I think. Yeah, because I mean, nothing makes you more bitter than staying in a place where you don't want to be, and you know you don't belong. Absolutely, and I, I don't know. I'm glad it was said, but, and it it, it really did kind of bring to light that I think we always kind of knew that's why Ellis was like cold how she was she didn't want the family life and i feel like thatcher really pushed her to that and i'm glad that maggie's not gonna let winston push her into stuff that she doesn't want to do nor should winston have to settle and not get what he wants out of life just to be with maggie that's not fair yes she's in love with her career which is wonderful they don't have kids together they don't like they're I mean, she's in love with her career. That's what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, they're in different places in their life and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you can't build a relationship with somebody who isn't fully invested. Absolutely not. So I'm glad he's sticking around because mm-hmm. um, who was it? I think Jules was the one who was telling him that she's glad that he's staying yeah and she, like she i guess i don't know i guess we're going to be seeing a lot of them working together which i don't know I'm here for it. i like winston i like jules i know i do too i'm here for it i like it that final scene with maggie though mm. i love that 
Yeah, that that was really well done. They really, that was very well done. Um, it see, it seemed fitting, kind of perfect fitting. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I like anything with elevator scenes, obviously. But I am gonna say though that it does not make much sense that Ellis is aging because <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> but I, you know, who did I say that about the other day? Oh, oh, John. It was a million little things. Oh yeah. <laughs> These ghosts need to stop aging. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. You can't keep bringing him back. He's obviously aging. <laughs> but she, uh, Kate Burton, right? That That's her name? Mm-hmm. She looked beautiful. She did. I mean, she, she does. she's a beautiful woman, but I feel like they don't portray that as, they never really portrayed that as much, like, when Ellis was on, just because, like, we were supposed to see her as, you know, cold and bitter absolutely but yeah that was a really strong like final scene with maggie with her mom standing right there and they turn and look at each other i was like it was i liked it that's that yes was, that was sweet so wait her um her adoptive mom like she had cancer or something didn't she mm-hmm. breast cancer i think yeah yep which <laughs> i think that's why this this case kind of hit her hard this week was because of that and let's not to mention that what what kind of toll Maggie leaving is taking on Amelia as well. I am really as well as Kai. I am really scared for Amelia. I'm not gonna lie. I know, but she went to a meeting. That's great. That's that's a great step. And you know what? I feel like that happened that last I, week. Well, Richard has. Uh, yeah, I think that was last week. But you know, Richard's really been letting people have it when he knows they need to hear it. So I feel he's changed, hasn't he? Is it just me? Yeah, I feel he's like he's more stern. It's more stern and more harsh. And we'll talk about a little later, I guess, after we're done with Kai and Amelia, Queen of Spirals. <laughs> but <laughs> do you love how I put that in the I was like, I'll send the outline? That was <laughs> awesome. But he's he's been a lot more harsh. And I don't yeah. know if it's a, you know, I'm getting older. I can say whatever the heck I want now. But he has been a lot more harsh. Yeah, he has. I've I've, no, I've just noticed it the way he like speaks. Maybe that's getting his age. I don't know. I don't know. Like he's not saying anything wrong or like hurtful. No, it's, the way he's saying it is just like a lot more direct. And like there's mm-hmm. no like softening the blow. Anymore. I wonder if that's how they're writing his character. I wonder if that's how he's portraying his character. I'm not terribly upset about it because it's not like he's like that all the time and he's yeah. just into a bitter grumpy old man but no i don't i don't like, hate it because of it but like i'm at the end of my career now i don't have any patience for this crap so here it is exactly richard can do whatever he wants at this point but okay i i loved that kai came this week i'm even okay with kai moving to london i'm okay with amelia not being with kai anymore and i don't say that because i don't like kai i was just never into their relationship like it never did it for me i don't really know how else to put it it i never really felt any sort of way about their relationship either way i honestly don't like them together for one fact and that's because kai doesn't live there and we never get to see them together and I feel like Amelia is that type of person who, in a relationship, she needs 
that person to be there with her she needs the coddling she needs the that that one-on-one kind of feeling that she gets only once or twice or once every couple of months with Kai and you know I guess you know people in relationships who are in different spots in their lives seems to be the theme of this week for Grey's and Station 19 but I mean you saw it here too I mean Kai really really wants this it's great for their career Mm -hmm. and it is great for their career it is it is it's great it's important to her that she's with someone who is not okay with long distance and wants to be with her and Mm -hmm. like kids and it's okay that she wants that and it's okay that Kai doesn't want that but it's not okay that they're staying together together like it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and like even when owen suggested that kai come and work at grace sloan we all know kai didn't like that and then her just saying our relationship works because of the long distance holy moly that was a huge dig that i feel like that was unnecessary your relationship doesn't work because of the long distance your relationship doesn't work at all no, it doesn't. And I'm I, I need them separated. I need I want Amelia to be happy. And I don't feel like being in a relationship with Kai in the long run would have made her deep down happy. I think she enjoys Kai's company. I don't I don't have any problem with Kai. I really don't. Even after she said that, or whoops. Even after they said that, I don't feel like I have anything against Kai. I just don't like Kai and Amelia together. It's like this relationship is not benefiting either one of them. No, it's not what Amelia needs. Amelia needs somebody to, I hate saying it, kind of take care of her. She takes care of people all day. She works extremely hard. And I feel like at the end of the day, she needs to come home to somebody. Maybe she won't have, you know... I mean, she has Scout. She can't move to London, obviously, because of her child. And Kai doesn't care. Kai's going to do whatever Kai wants to do. But I mean, and even if she could move to London, like, say she was a single mom, Link wasn't in the picture, it was just her and Scout. Why would you pick up your child and move all the way across the world for someone who is perfectly okay with long distance because it means that they don't have to spend time with your kid. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it would just be really, really stupid. Ever since Kai met Scout at that one house party, I have not been into their relationship. No. I've, I've not liked it and I'm, I hope it's over. I think this is going to be a blessing in disguise for Amelia. I do too. She's, I hope she doesn't spiral because of it. Hopefully Richard doesn't allow that because he's, you know, like we said, he's really been mm-hmm. yeah. I, the lover I, of harsh news, but I think she'll be okay. I do. I think she'll be okay. She has Scout, she has Richard, she has AA, she has well, she doesn't have Maggie or Meredith anymore, but she she has enough support. I'm hoping and she doesn't spiral out of control. But I do want to, we're not going to really spend much time on her patient this week. I liked seeing Amelia and Kai kind of work together. That was cool. 
I always like seeing Kai at work because they are very, they know their job and they do their job very well. So as a doctor standpoint, I like Kai. I just don't like Kai and Amelia together. It's not my thing. And Kai also saves the day with this woman in her 3D printing. That's so freaking, that was so cool. That was really cool. And Mika missed it. Mika missed it. And you know what? I'm That's not okay. A- She's a freaking intern. And you know what? I'm not even a, even mildly upset that Blue took advantage of it. No. I mean, yes, you're allowed to power nap, but you know, be responsible. If you're going to oversleep and now they're left without an intern that they need. It it bothered me for a second, but I got over it really fast too. Cause I was like, me. It bothered me for a second, but then I was like, you know what? She overslept. She doesn't get to be in the surgery. Too bad. I just think about like back in the day, what if like, um, I don't know, Christina had fallen asleep and then Alex was able to do a surgery. Guarantee you, Alex would have taken that surgery and let Christina sleep. Any one of them would have. knew. Any one of them would have. That's, it was, I I mean, it didn't really put a bad taste in my mouth when it came to blue either. I mean, it just really didn't. I was kind of like, okay. It's cutthroat. It's competitive. I mean, you literally, you snooze, you lose. Dun, dun. <laughs> what I did right there. <laughs> that was a good one. And after the day everyone had had, they went, let's talk about the bar mitzvah. <laughs> I, oh my God, I love the line so much. The, 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 the funniness of the whole bar mitzvah stuff. And then also the seriousness of like Levi's yes. conversation with him. I watched it, like I said earlier, I watched these shows um, with my sister and my brother-in-law this week, mm-hmm. and we were laughing. We could not get enough of this storyline. Like, everything that happened with it, we were like, oh my gosh, and now they're doing it. When he put up that sign and said, it's a boy, and at then first, he just kept putting it up, and I was like, at first, I believe like, it? That's not the point of a bar mitzvah. <laughs> and then they changed it to me and said, man. It's a man. It's like, that's not much better, is it? And then I was like, no, Levi, it's not. But it's okay. This had so many good laughing points. I loved it. <laughs> this is also when Richard got mad because this this man <laughs> did not take his medication. I'm sorry, this little boy did not take his medication like he was supposed to. And then he lied about it. Not cool. Richard reamed him out and he deserved it. And then he threw a fit about how he was going to have to get surgery now. I'm like, well, well, if you don't take your pills, you got to get the surgery. That's how it works. Mm. And then he was, he's in the MRI. And this is the part, like, I I was, like, we had to pause the show. We were laughing at this for, like, a solid five minutes. He's in the MRI. Then he's, like, sing a song, anything that comes to mind. And then he starts chanting, and my brother-in-law was like, oh, my God, is he practicing his Torah portion right now? I mean. (laughs) What else are you going to, you're 13 years old. Your bar mitzvah's coming up. He's dedicated. What do you, you you have to practice? You have to practice sometime. I, pra- I I practice my portion in the shower. See, get your practice in when exactly. When you know, he, I thought it was a brilliant and use then of time about how he doesn't sound good. 
I'm just going to put it out there. Now, Grant, I, I'm I'm not a boy, but I can t I've been to many bar mitzvahs. It is a rite of passage as a young man for you to chant your Torah portion and sound horrible. Yeah. And then you have a big party afterwards. That's just how it goes. You're Boom. Sound terrible at your bar mitzvah chanting from the Torah. It's just how it works. <laughs> Hey, I'm here for it. I liked it. I enjoyed th I enjoyed this little part. And he got to have his bar mitzvah with his adorable Zadie. Oh my gosh, I loved it. That was really sweet. That man was so cute. He really was. Oh my gosh. Because Levi had that great conversation with, because he was trying to talk um, Grayson into having the bar mitzvah at the hospital, which he, he clearly was not into because the, that cute little girl was going to show up. And you, yeah, you can't have that. And um, Richard kind of, <clears throat> oh, like Richard overheard that. And then after, you know, at the party, that's when Richard kind of told him, you know, maybe you have a future in peds. I love that. I think Levi would be great in peds. I don't know. Eh. Yeah, I think so. Because I, mean, I can see him being really good with like teenagers and stuff, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. But we also said that about Alex, like back in the day. We did. Like, you could never think of Alex and Peds, and he ended up being like one of the best Peds doctors we've ever seen. So I don't want to like say Levi would not be good because I would think Levi would be better than Alex, and that wasn't the case. So I can't really say. I gotta just see. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. I was kind of annoyed though with Blue when he was saying, "How do you get so far without picking a, uh, you know, specialty?" And even before Levi said anything, I was like, have you ever heard of COVID-19? Like, that that was a pretty big thing. Smack dab in the middle of his program. Mm -hmm. And the program was canceled. And now he's the only resident. Or oh. seemingly the only resident. Seemingly. <laughs> the only one we see, at least. It's been a rough internship for poor Levi. Like, give him a break. It has. It has. And I'm sure he's changed his mind a million times of what specialty he wants to go into. So... I'm excited to see kind of what he actually chooses, which it, it sounds like it might be Pete's. I think, I really think that they will go that way because we don't have a Pete's doctor right now. At least not one that, you know, they highlight. Yeah. So, so and also how adorable was Prue at that party? She was dancing with all the boys. She was, was so, so cute. She was so freaking cute and poor Lucas kept losing her. Mm -hmm. I was... It, it was so funny. He was like, where's Prue? Where'd she go? Prue? And she's standing behind the desk. And I'm like, is she right trying to play a joke on Lucas? Because she's clearly like right there. <laughs> Speaking of Prue, let's talk Bailey for a second. Her giving Mika the phone for the day and Lucas tosses it in the trash. And that's when Bailey shows back up. Oh my gosh. And then it starts ringing again. <laughs> And like 248 course, missed unknown calls. And of course, right as she's pulling it out of the trash is when Bailey comes around the corner. I know. Bad timing. But also, that picture that she had of Tuck scared the heck out of me. That was scary. And I, I'm really glad that she got a rental house. She changed her phone number, changed her email. Should she have to do that? No. But I feel like it was absolutely necessary in this time. Because 
if it was just her, if it was just her and Ben and they had no one else to worry about, absolutely. Stand your ground, stay yep. in your house, keep your phone number, whatever. But once they start going after your kids, I mean, that's like enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was, I think she made the right decision here of, and I mean, she wouldn't even put Prue in daycare. Obviously we know that Lucas was watching her for most of the day, but that's why he was watching her for most of the days because she refused to put her in daycare and that's would you want to put your kid in daycare if you were getting texts about your teenage son i probably wouldn't even be there (laughs) i'm sorry but like deuces we're gonna hide out in this house the rest of our lives hide out in a rental house i'm not even gonna stay at my house i just i hope i feel like next week's gonna be even worse yeah it doesn't look preview It doesn't look like moving to the rental home is going to be helping as much as they hoped it would. No. And Addison being back, I don't feel like that helps either. Addison's the one who started, even though I, anytime we get to see Addison, I'm here for it. I love Addison so much. I do too. I can't complain that she's there, but I don't feel like it's going to help the Bailey situation very much either. So they're both like, she's very high profile currently, just like Bailey is. So, I mean, yeah. Also, I feel really bad for Addison's family because between her on the road with, you know, the the um, PRT, with the, the van and then her visits to Seattle, it's like, mm-hmm. did you ever get to see her? No, I don't think so. Which just sucks. She needs to retire soon and live some kind of stress-free, happy life. I feel like Addison's just gone through the ringer. I don't know if Addison is capable of retiring. <laughs> retiring she's always been the all or nothing kind of person i don't think retiring is really in the cards for her right now for her at least not right now yeah. maybe one day type and also amelia really is starting to give winston some heck next week which i don't think is very fair it's not because i definitely feel like she's project but projecting that's a word um because you know she's still reeling mm-hmm. most likely next week we're gonna see her still reeling from her breakup with kai and she's taking it out on poor winston she doesn't know what went down between maggie and winston like she doesn't know that they ended in a, a semi-decent place Mm-mm. so i don't know i guess we're gonna have to see i'm i'm here for next week but i think that's all we have for today i think we talked about all three episodes that went on a little long but i think that's all we have for tonight we've talked in depth about station 19 and both gray's anatomy episodes don't forget to check out our socials and facebook group gray's anatomy gray family fan club tune in next week for more episodes sundays are our fox night where we talk about og 911 and lone star Tuesday is our NBC night where we discuss all three Chicago shows and Wednesday nights are ABC nights where we dig into Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. We will see you real soon. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website. Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. 
And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.